You're listening to Voice Acting Mastery, episode number 59. Welcome to the Voice Acting Mastery podcast with Crispin Freeman. VoiceActingMastery.com is your place to learn both the skills and the mindset you need to become a professional voice actor, even if you're just getting started. In each episode of this podcast, you'll discover valuable tips, tricks, and insider information to help you portray characters in animation, video games, and beyond. And now here's your host, voice actor Crispin Freeman. Hi there, my name is Crispin Freeman, and I'll be your guide through the world of voice acting. If you'd like to know more about me, feel free to check out my personal website at www.crispinfreeman.com. In this episode, I'd like to share with you what it's like behind the scenes when you're voice acting in animation, video games, or Japanese anime. Each one of these mediums presents unique challenges to a voice actor. While the goal in all of them is the same, to sound believable as a character, they each require a different mindset and set of skills in order to accomplish that goal. It's incredibly helpful to have an understanding of what acting demands will be placed on you in each of these professional recording environments before you arrive at the studio. And now, the feature segment. Before we begin, let me reiterate how important it is to have good acting skills in order to create a believable character. No amount of behind the scenes knowledge can compensate for weak acting. However, even the most experienced actor can lose their confidence when they are placed in circumstances with which they are unfamiliar. Film actors can feel uncomfortable performing on stage, and theater actors can struggle with how to adapt their acting style so that it reads well on camera. Understanding what is required of you in different acting situations will not only help you know what to expect, but will also allow you to maintain your composure and not get flustered under new and challenging acting conditions. Let's start with animation, and specifically American animation production, since that is the kind with which I have the most experience. There are two kinds of American animation productions feature films and television. The trend recently has been to cast on camera celebrities as the voices for feature film animation. So chances are it may be a while before you have the opportunity to work on an American animated film. Therefore, I'll focus mostly on American television animation production for now. The voices for both feature film and TV animation in America are recorded first, and then the characters are animated to match that vocal performance. This process is known as prelay. Because you lay down the vocal tracks before you start producing animation. TV animation is most often recorded like a radio play, where all the actors come together in the same room at the same time to record. Each actor has their own microphone and music stand where they can place their script. If space allows, the microphones are lined up in a row so all the actors are standing next to each other facing in the same direction, towards the voice director. Who is on the other side of a glass panel in what's called the control room? All the actors receive a copy of the script ahead of time, although sometimes not until the night before. The advantage of recording in this radio play style is that it allows the actors to work off of each other's energy. Many voice acting jobs are recorded solo and don't provide the advantage of a living, breathing scene partner. Having an entire group present helps make all the performances feel more immediate and believable. It also gives the director a better sense of the chemistry between the actors, 
and allows him or her to adjust the actor's performances to make sure they work well together. The challenge in this prelay environment is that you have no visuals to help inform your acting, since the animation has not yet been produced. You have nothing but the script in front of you, and even though you do have the advantage of the other actor's vocal performances to work with, you must imagine the entire visual scenario in your head. You also cannot physically act out the scene with your fellow actors, or turn your head to face them, because you must remain facing the microphone. If you turned your head, your mouth would no longer be directed towards your microphone, and you would go off mic, like this, and that would end up ruining the sound of your recording. An additional challenge when recording for animation is because there are so many other people in the room with you, you need to be able to achieve an acceptable performance in a small number of takes. Studio time is expensive, especially for studios large enough to handle the entire cast of an animated show at once. No one has time for you to find your groove or figure out how to play a character as you go along. You have to arrive warmed up, focused, and ready to perform at a truly professional level from the first take. Despite this pressure, many voice actors prefer this sort of recording setup because they find it so enjoyable to create believable moments with other actors. The TV animation environment also affords them the most freedom when it comes to creating their characters, since the animation will be drawn to match their vocal performance. When it comes to voice acting in video games, the circumstances can vary greatly. There are some constants, however. Unlike TV animation, for video games, you will almost always be recording alone. You will rarely get the script ahead of time, and even if you do, chances are it will be a table or list containing only your lines with very little to no context. Whereas in TV animation, you can read the entire script before you arrive at the studio, it is very rare in video games that you will have any sense of the larger story or your character's place within that story before you go in to record. This is due to many factors. First, video game scripts tend to be many times larger than TV animation scripts, and it's not feasible to distribute them or for you to read them in their entirety due to the many hours of content they cover. Second, video games are developed in secret, so actors are often given only the information they need to know in order to play their part and nothing more. This helps minimize information leaks. And third, Many modern video games are written in a non-linear or interactive fashion, so there is no one single narrative that an actor can follow. You have to be prepared to portray your character in a myriad of different and often disconnected situations, so that the player of the game can have more choices when interacting with the game. Despite these challenging circumstances, you will still be asked to portray a character believably when you go in to record you will find that you must depend very heavily on your director to provide you with the context you need to create your performance. One of the advantages of video game voice acting is that if you are skilled, you can move through your dialogue very quickly, minimizing the time you spend recording. Video game recording sessions are often much shorter than TV animation sessions. This makes it possible for you to schedule more than one video game job in the same day, if you need to be available for more than one client. This is rarely true with TV animation. However, you must be careful not to overwork your voice when acting in video games, because they can be quite vocally taxing.
Video games are often based around fighting, which requires you to make appropriate gasps, grunts, groans, and even screams to make the battle sound believable. The professional term for this is vocally stressful. It is important that you take care not to hurt your voice when working under these conditions. In the same way physical training for a professional athlete helps them avoid injuries on the field, proper vocal training can help you use your voice in a healthy way so you can avoid hurting yourself while working on video games. My classical singing training and theater vocal exercises have been invaluable in helping me maintain my vocal health even under stressful conditions. Unlike TV animation, video game developers often work on the visuals and animation for a video game long before they start recording voice actors. This means that when you go in to record for a game, you may receive much more visual information to help inform how you create your performances. The production team may have storyboards or even rough unfinished animation for you to see to get a sense of the game. You may be asked to perform some of your lines to sync up with that animation, so that your performance will match the timing of events in the game. This is called ADR, or Automatic Dialogue Replacement. ADR is the opposite of prelay. Instead of the studio animating to your vocal performance, you as an actor must match your vocal performance to animation or visuals that already exist. ADR is how voice actors in Japanese anime are recorded, both in America and in Japan. In Japan, the animation is created first, and the voice actors create their performances to match the animation on the screen. When anime is brought over to the U.S. and dubbed into English, the same process is used with one big difference. In Japan, the voice actors are brought together in one room and are recorded as an ensemble, like American TV animation. However, instead of facing their voice director, Japanese voice actors are all looking at a screen and making sure that their dialogue matches the mouth movements or lip flap of the animated characters. In America, ADR for anime is done one actor at a time, over the course of many days or even weeks. This helps reduce the cost of producing English dubs of anime, since smaller studios can be used and actors are only hired for the amount of time they speak rather than being present through the entire time it takes to record a show. As an English-speaking anime voice actor, you will almost never see the script ahead of time. And like in a video game session, you will need to depend on your director to give you context. You will also need to be highly proficient in matching the lip flap of characters on the screen. This skill is rarely taught in American acting training programs. And historically, most anime voice actors have had to figure out how to match lip flap on their own. Nowadays, there are more opportunities to learn what it takes to match lip flap and sound believable doing ADR. I myself offer anime voice acting workshops in Los Angeles, where I help my students master this challenging skill. BangZoom Studios, one of the larger producers of English language anime dubs, also offers anime voice acting workshops. Voice acting in anime is one of the most technically demanding types of voice acting. It takes consummate skill to be able to create a performance to an arbitrary external rhythm such as a character's mouth movements and still make it sound believable and conversational. This is why people often make fun of bad dubbing, both in animation and in live-action movies such as kung fu films. 
However, one of the major advantages of voice acting in anime is that you have the finished animated show in front of you while you're acting. If you want to know where you are in a scene, or who you're talking to, or what happens next, all you have to do is look at the screen. There's usually music and sound effects as well to help you get a sense of the mood. Having all this specificity can help you create a very nuanced performance, if you can handle the challenging technical requirements. In addition, if you want to see if your performance is working, all you have to do is play back the video. In ADR, the voice actor is the last piece of the story puzzle to be added. So, once that vocal performance is in place, you have an almost completely finished product. You can see whether or not your performance is working instantly. There is no long wait between the time you record your performance and the end of an animation production cycle. This can help you develop your acting abilities, since there is such a short feedback loop between the time when you make an acting decision and seeing whether or not it works in the context of the show. I hope this episode has given you a solid introduction to the different requirements of each of these three voice acting environments. While each one of them requires solid acting abilities, the actual circumstances in the recording booth are very different. If you'd like to learn more, I encourage you to look for behind-the-scenes videos for different animated and video game projects. Not only is it helpful to listen to the voice actors talk about their experiences, but it can be very educational to actually see the recording environment they are working in. All the best to you in your voice acting endeavors, and I'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Voice Acting Mastery Podcast with Crispin Freeman. To get your free report revealing the five most common mistakes to avoid in voice acting, point your web browser to www.freevoiceactinggift.com. Thanks for listening.